Welcome back to the 80s. Hair was teased, the internet wasn't a thing, and phones had cords and were mounted to the wall. Join us as two old men and a Gen Z review our favorite horrible cheesy movies from the decade that brought you Breakdancing, Max Headroom, and New Coke. What is up, y'all? Welcome to a wonderful edition, a classic edition of 80s Cheesy Movie Review. And this week, we have a honest-to-God, died-in-the-wool, 1988 classic. Die Hard. Die Hard. I like it. It gives it the, event, the, the emphasis. Die Hard. Oh, it is... Uh, Die Hard. It is... It, this one was a, a bit of a trip, and I haven't seen the movie in quite some time. It was great because I, I warned Kayla when we were watching it. We sat down to watch it this morning. I'm like, look, it's going to start off like a broken Hallmark Christmas movie, and then it's going to build. Just stick with me for 20 minutes. kind of ends like one, too. And we'll get there. Now, goes, I will admit this movie is pretty good, but also it's kind of stupidly thought out. Just shoot through the door. Just shoot through the Kayla, door. Kayla, throughout the entire movie, Kayla was like, shoot through the glass. Shoot through the glass. Just shoot the glass. When the police were trying to get in to the, 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 the building. I'm like, shoot through the glass. You don't have to open the door and then walk through it. You just shoot it. Yeah, I, I think I think they were trying to emphasize that the people in charge down there, with the exception of the classic Al Powell, were, how do you put it? Stupid. Morons. Yeah, uh, especially Deputy Chief... Robertson or Roberts, whatever his name was. I gave all the mean guard names. So throughout, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. That, that does actually bring up something. Nakatomi Plaza is being invaded by terrorists, and the chief doesn't have time to show up. He sends the deputy. Judging from what I know about L.A., <laughs> that's about true to form. He's probably getting drunk at a Christmas party somewhere. Also, the first time. He, yeah, maybe the chief's out of town. Yeah, like maybe, maybe like he's getting drunk at a christmas party around the block but also the when he first when john first did the little radio thing and that woman answered sir this line is for emergencies only you you got told that there was a terrorist attack and you're like you think he's ordering a pizza now well to be fair this is before 9-11 actually you said exactly what i was about to say this This is this was back when terrorism was um considered to be unique and novelty versus um I guess the best term I could use for it is, oh, sh-. Yeah, this this kind of terrorism happened in other places, not in the U.S., really. Not on that scale. Um, back in the this time period, in the, in the late 80s, this was unfathomable uh, in 1988. Now, fast forward 13 years later, not so much. However, this was this was not the norm. Uh, in 1988, and uh, it was one of the very first movies that really took the, you know, terrorist hold things for hostage genre forward in this way, Law. Like, it had never been done like this before, ever. And there was, uh, it made a lot of things famous. It really did. I mean, there was there was a whole bunch of of copycat action movies after this movie premiered, so it launched an entire style of movie almost. 
but there and, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, it was funny. Kayla did start to name. I named all of them. She nicknamed all the bad guys because she didn't know names or anything like that. The first, first one that died would look like Jeffrey Dahmer. And so there, so she's like, okay, this is uh, Jeffrey know, Dahmer. I hadn't thought about that, but she's not far off. Oh no, it gets worse. Uh, <laughs> we got no, anorexic Thor. Oh God. Yes. Evil Tony Stark, Hans Gruber. Georgie Cooper. No, no, what, okay, okay, wait. So far, I'm with you, just with the exception of evil Tony Stark. Hans Gruber is Hans Gruber. Yeah, but to Hans, her, Hans Gruber, like evil Tony Stark. Hans Gruber introduced to the United States the treasure that was Alan Rickman. It is, and he had been in Hollywood for two days when he accepted this movie. No, his name is forever and whatever be. Evil Tony Stark. <laughs> so, Evil Tony Stark. Anorexic Thor. Anorexic Thor. Um, Georgie Cooper. Jeffrey Dahmer. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, his Simba. Name was. The the Simba. guy with the long brown sweeping hair was Simba. Yeah. Um, she had names for everybody. <laughs> Georgie Cooper from. Um, Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. He 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 talked like he was a radio clown, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Georgie I mean, Cooper. Love that. She's Jeffrey she's, Dahmer and Anorexic Thor. Jeffrey Dahmer was a whip. He died in the first 20 seconds, and also, well, and Erectic Thor, how was he still alive? Well, and and I and what's it? What was it in the 80s that in order to play a German meant that you had to walk with your butt cheeks clenched? <laughs> you also had to be over six foot tall. Also, and there was a kidnapping in this one. There yeah, the was a kidnapping. Was a ki- a no, no, kidnapping. The whole movie was a kidnapping. Yeah, the they whole movie was a kidnapping. People. Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie was a kid- so kidnapping score, kidnapping countdown, absolutely one hundred percent. There was kidnapping. Both Holly Gennaro or Holly McLean and the rest of the people who were taken hostage. I want to so, know yes. what in the right mind told that news reporter, "Hey, let's go to this girl's random girl's house, put her kids on TV, and ask them what they want to say." Okay, um, get, get, that actually also does run into an '80s trip, which I don't think has changed that much, especially, and it actually has become less of a trope and more of a reality, which is that news people are douchebags. Mm. I will be very glad when the cable news, um, system just finally dies, and you get rid of Fox, MSNBC, and CNN. They just die, you know, because not enough people. Subscribe to cable news. Is it possible we can get Holly Gennaro just to walk down the line and punch all of them out? God, I hope so. And of course, in the the second one, you realize that when she did punch him, she knocked two of his teeth out. In the in the next movie, they tell you about that. Uh, so there there's there's a lot of stuff with this one, Law. Um, in fact, this movie uh, you could point actually almost directly to this movie and Lethal Weapon. As being the rise, <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Uh, being the rise of the Beretta 92, it became the gun of the 80s and 90s. Uh, now he had a Beretta 92F in this one, um, uh, or at least uh, John did, and of course uh, Hans had the H and K P7M13. I did look that Tony one Stark? up. What's that? I did look that one up. Yeah. See, I mean, it's I it's, to. it's just uh, I was like, what is that? I'm sure you meant to say Evil Tony Stark. Yes, Evil Tony Stark had an HK P P7 M13. I, I I actually do really appreciate the naming of anorexic Thor. <laughs> anorexic Thor. <laughs> I, I, I have to say, I I do really appreciate. That. But you know exactly who she's talking about, right? It's, it's the like, skinny I, um, blonde dude. Now now did did all the like did did Marco the guy who got thrown off the building to land on Al's car? Did he get a name? 
Um, his name was Decaps. <laughs> his name was Kneecaps. Yes. <laughs> there was a lot of shooting people in the kneecaps. There was that, yeah. So um, he was the first and, to get shot in the kneecaps, so his name was Kneecaps. And, <laughs> on and, our kneecaps. And as somebody who has watched a lot of uh, documentaries and YouTube videos on stunts, uh, when they were shooting the glass, finally, the guy who got shot in the knees and, like, fell into the glass, the stuntman almost died in that one. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Do, do, do you remember what you want to talk about? The guy who gets shot in the knees and, like, literally falls in the glass. And yeah, oh, like yeah, yeah, of... yeah. Like, first off the elevator, he was, you know, and, and McLean got him with a machine gun. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. but, I uh, did not know it, that. It, yeah. Now, did you see, um, now, I never noticed this until way later when people were talking about it on, again, other podcasts. Did you happen to catch a look at John McClane's indestructible hobbit feet when he was rolling around in the His glass? His bloody grippers. <laughs> yeah, also, Kayla calls feet grippers, and I'm not sure if also, that's a Gen Z thing I or told, what that is. I what, told what, you. Was it a prosthetic that I missed or something? Yeah. Oh, no, yes. Like, if you look, anytime John is running around the, with glass or, or anything like that with his bare feet, he is wearing rubber, basically rubber covers. I was about to say about And they're good. huge. I mean, it makes him look like a hobbit. But since he's, since he's moving fast, it doesn't. You don't really see it much. But if you go look for it, it's hysterical. The other thing that this movie kind of started was the fact that the action hero could be fallible. Yeah, he was not the typical, you know, uh, you know, nor, normally shining the, knight under with a white hat. You know? Well, it, no, not not only that, but by the end of the movie, he, you know, he was not only he was beat to, to the point where he could hardly stand. Yeah, and and, and they. They portrayed that. Normally, even if the guy gets beat up, he kind of just wanders away, and it's, I'm cool, I'm awesome. No, John McClane gets hurt through this. Yeah. Bro gets shot slow. down in the elevator. <laughs> well, no, but, but but see, the thing is, is, is even his ability to respond to the bad guys starts to degrade. Yeah, you know, he's her, not. You know, when Holly sees us, and she's like, oh, my God, you know what yeah. happened to you? Uh, well, whereas before, even if they painted that much blood on the actor, he's still, you know, kicking ass and taking names at the end. By the time this is said and done, John McClane is barely standing. Yeah, he's he's lost he's a lot a of blood. He's a sliver of a man. He's been shot at least once. In, By like... the way, Kayla, I did catch the pun. <laughs> but she is, or he is, he is beaten just bloody. Um, now, and Kayla also, did call the shirt I, thing. Okay. I told him at the beginning of the movie that shirt is going to be either red, brown, or non-existent by the end of the movie. And you were right. And all, I was on right all three counts. <laughs> I was right in all three of them. Uh, by the way, Kayla, the... It's the, always the white tank top. It's always the, white the tank, tank top. top that he wore for that. And there were he seven... He put on his bloody gripper. There were 17 of them in various stages he of... Had to re, he of, had to do one. Yeah, he had. there were 17 shirts. And the final one... That they used on the film that he was actually wearing, not when he tied it around his foot, but but or supposedly tied it around his foot. But the final one he was wearing is on display, and I think the Smithsonian uh, now as as a piece of Americana because it was so famous. Bloody just, grippers. Just as a bit of like side, um, you know, trivia that we'll never know, but just struck my curiosity as I was watching him wrap, wrap the thing around of his foot. I wonder how much antibiotics they had him on afterwards to keep him from having to amputate his foot. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that didn't heal. Uh, but uh, speaking of didn't heal uh, in real life, he really did lose two thirds of his hearing in his left ear uh, from 
because the the way they were doing this is they wanted to emphasize the power of the guns. So they put way over flaming or, or flaming uh, uh, blanks in them, so that the the gun the the muzzle flash would be huge out of each of the guns. So they way overloaded the blanks, and when they did that, it made the noise unbelievably loud. So when uh, Bruce Willis fires 15 rounds when he's on his back underneath the table, he literally did blow out his eardrums. Um, he has permanent well, hearing loss in two-thirds of his ear and has had, since that day, since that movie, had to wear a hearing aid in his left ear because of it. Well, it, it's, it actually is kind of interesting, because I know we talked about this between you and me on, with regards to another movie with that had a lot of fires, firearms in it, is... Most movies, and this one, as you just said, went the opposite direction. You know, the the guns are not quite loud enough. This one started the trend of making them way, 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 way too loud. Um, I think the first time I actually ever heard uh, AR-14 fire in a movie that actually sounded like AR-14 fire was John Wick. Well, some of this, well, first of all, I agree with you on the AR-14 fire. However, they uh, because the sound designer on this movie did not want to use stock gunshot noises because some of those things were recorded in like the 1950s and 60s. They just weren't up to date and they weren't uh, dynamic enough. What they did is they took real versions with live ammunition down to, of all places, Texas, to go shoot them and record them <laughs> shooting live ammunition on a range. So... The uh, Smith and Wesson Model 15, uh, Al's Al's 38 Special, basically yeah. revolver. Um, that noise is actually mic'd and and real. But even then, they amplified it. Well, you know, for, for, no, that's no, actually pretty right. loud. I mean, it, it, firearms it are not small noises. It, no, they're not. But for dramatic purposes that worked and fit. They did amplify it a tad. The director's like, why not? We can blow up the airdrums. It's fine. They don't have to hear the shots. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they were, yeah, they, they were a little loud uh, in, in the, the sound mix. But in a, in a building, not in a range, not outside, in a building in an enclosed area, firearms are three, four times louder than they are in a properly... A ventilated area. Like the director, like it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> well, you know, cut. At, what? At least they didn't use normal pew pew noises. Well, uh, like if which... he would cut, he would have been like, "What? My brakes over? I had to get and, my floppers on." And, and and I will congratulate them for the use of the Steyr Aug. I did really enjoy that. That is the first. I'm trying to think back if I saw a bullpup rifle featured in any other movie before that, and I can't remember one. I mean, there might have been one, but that's the first one I really remember. Uh, I can't. No, I can't think of one before that. Yeah, I mean that's and it was very futuristic and looking then, and it's still futuristic looking. Uh, they used the uh, you know the HK ninety fours for that were quote unquote supposed to look like MP fives but weren't. Uh, I mean throughout the movie with the machine guns, uh, the, the beautiful. They had a beautiful selection of firearms. I love that. The cop in New York, and, and they really did think about this a little bit. You know, the cop in New York who does use his firearm and does 
require you know that thing to be unholstered every once in a while is carrying at the time a very modern Beretta. And also, I would like and the one who out. can't pull his gun and is afraid to use it and generally draws you know draws desk duty has an old Model 15 revolver. Also, I'd like to point out he had a gun on a plane, and I know that was totally normal then, but like if he did that now, <laughs> I'm like, sir. No, actually, if he is law enforcement, now he will probably have to sign in with the air marshal, and the air marshal will have to know where he's sitting, and the air marshal will probably explain to him that if things become necessary, that he expects him to be under the air marshal's direction and to contribute, but will they tell him no? No. Now, if they will, like they, they tell out. me, they tell <laughs> even even though even though I have a carry permit, they would tell me or your father, oh, hell no. No. <laughs> Get out but, of the but but law enforcement, yeah. He's Your mom used cool. to carry a gun in the airport all the time because she was refilling the ATM machines there, and they, she's like, "Look, if you want your ATM," and they didn't like it then. She'd have to talk to a marshal or airport security every or airport police every time, and they'd be like, "You can't bring your gun in here." She's like, "Well, then you're not getting your your ATMs refilled." Picked up the bags and headed back out. And they're like, "All right, all right, all right, all right. we'll just do it with an escort." Because she's not allowed to go anywhere without the gun and the money. If she has money with her, she has to add a gun. It didn't matter who else was there. So there are people who can bring a firearm to airports and on planes. Um, In the 80s, I will grant you that it was probably a lot more relaxed than it is now. Well, Well, in the 80s, though, you didn't touch anything for security until you actually tried to go towards the gate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could meet people at the gate back in the 80s when they were coming off the plane. You'd be like, yay. But but even then, that was the only time you went through security yeah, or in any way, shape, or form going into the airport. If you were just going towards baggage claim, wandering around. Yeah, nobody cared. uh, You know. (laughs) Nobody uh, cared. ATF, FBI, uh, please close your ears. Uh, As far as just going to baggage claim, I've done it. Yeah. Who said that? <laughs> Must have been Casper. It's a naughty, naughty ghost. Who did that? I mean, there there is a a huge difference between 1988 and today, Law. But but you're right. Yeah, because I saw that. I'm just like, eh. I mean, the worst part about it is I'm thinking about the entire the fact that the entire second movie does take place in an airport. Oh my gosh! There's it's another so much... movie that hard too. Oh my god, baby! There are like <laughs> no, no, five no. more movies, and they get worse as they go. If they get worse as they yeah, uh, there there's five more movies. Two is probably my favorite, simply because that's the one I saw in a theater. Also, can we talk about how he tied a rope to a gun and decided to hang, Percy, to hang from it in an elevator shaft? Okay, well, no, uh, Kayla, when you get into situations like that, not that I've been in one, just talking movie perspective and, and things of that nature, you have two options. You have will die, which is if you stand there and wait to be shot, and then you have might die. Which one do you choose? Other. <laughs> Other. <laughs> so you're saying Would you you're shoot through the, the glass, go across the, the street option. to Burger King. Yeah, she's going to Kobayashi Maru this whole thing, man. It's going to be fine. <laughs> like, screw all you people. Defend for yourselves. I'm going to Burger King. Kayla's like, Kayla, about halfway through the movie. Kayla goes, why doesn't he just go down to the ground floor? There's window, there's full flame windows there. He can just shoot out the windows and get out. And I'm like, Kayla, 
He wants to save his wife. She goes, oh, yeah, I forgot about her. Actually, see, I'm a a slightly better than Kayla's, which is mine is to hell with the rest of the people. Shoot your way through. Pick up your wife. Go out the front door. um, You know, everyone else can kiss your backside. Yeah. Basically. The the, the other 30 hostages don't care about them. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Go in the grave. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm, we're gonna be going across the street to Burger King while dialing 911, saying, "Hey, there's you're gonna need a body truck." Gonna need um, a body truck. Any, any of said hostages that want to follow and can make it out with me, all more power to them. I'm going to get my wife. Every anybody who gets in the way is gonna get shot if I don't get shot first, and then we're we're out. <laughs> you can follow me. You might be dead though. You know, slightly. You two are terrible. Although I would, do, right, I would do we nothing, right. I would do nothing different than that. Yes, I would try and get your mother out. <laughs> Actually, be, be like the other way. Uh, uh, hey, be hey, the other way uh, around. Uh, Shannon uh, to try uh, and get me out. Sean, Sean, I think you need to be careful if you ever find yourself in one of these situations with Kayla, though, because Kayla's already admitted that she's she'd gonna be, abandon me. She, she'd be across the street with a, with a whopper in her <laughs> hand be like, before she go, went, Dad. Man, I hope Dad gets out. Oh darn. <laughs> be like, I think I should order him a double stack case he makes it. If he not, oh well. I finally I'll make it. it out, and they're like, wasn't your daughter in the building? No, she's fine. The closest Burger King, she's fine. She probably already ate my food. <laughs> and I'm just sitting across the street with like, whoa, Dad, you finally made it. What took you so long? I've been sitting here waiting for you. I've been eating four double stacks at a time. What you doing? That's my blood, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Chandra, you sitting there going, I saved the day. I you pay with your money. Yourself. You <laughs> didn't even save room for for extra burgers. I took your credit card while you were being shot at and pay with money. One yeah. double stack. Wait. That's that is that's my daughter, y'all. She she cares for no one. And then I had to loyalty order. to nothing. And then while you were being shot at, I had to go across the street and order by myself, Dad. Mm, Gen Z problems. Such a horrible father. Yes. It's <laughs> your fault for being in a hostage situation. My yeah, dad isn't here to order. order. It is very stressful, He's guys. He's across the street getting shot at. Give me my whopper. <laughs> I am having a stressful day. Yeah. It's very stressful. It's all, it's all about law and her access to burgers. And he'll come in looking like John, and I'm just like, Dad, what you doing? Why, why are you dying my, blood across don't the street? Bleed, don't bleed on my fries, Dad. Dad, that 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 no, that's not ketchup. anything other than ketchup is not in in his red is not coming on my fries. You're such a supportive child. I know, right? Do like, you I know feel... that yesterday she couldn't name where California was? Like we showed her an empty map of the states, <laughs> she could not point out I'm California. Seventh grade, y'all. Uh, wait, 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 actually. Most other states I'd be piling on with your father. Considering the fact that we're talking about California, all I can say, Kayla, is I'm so proud of you. <laughs> ha! Yep, they Where's California, that. Kayla? She's like, oh. Somewhere up there. She pointed to Nevada. And I'm like, no. Okay, how about this one? No, that's Utah. How about this one? That's New Mexico. This one? Arizona. Just, Kayla, it's the, Kayla, it's this one. All right, Kayla. Where's... New York. She pointed to Vermont, and I'm like, well, I knew not terribly far. Where it, I knew where it was in America. Because you, you got I'll give her the benefit of the doubt on the East Coast ones, because the states are much smaller on the East Coast. You know, you wiggle your finger, you're in three, four different states. <laughs> don't help! Don't help her. Oh this no, Jake! Keep going! Thing. Keep going! 
She could point out Florida and Texas. Those are the only two states she could name. I mean, God forbid you asked her to pick out, like, Rhode Island or Connecticut. No, no, no. I can do Georgia. I can do um, Oklahoma. The southern states. I can do Louisiana. She could do the southern. She could do do the south. Those are the only. No, you missed Colorado. That was Kansas. Oh. (laughs) Yet again, I have failed as a father. (laughs) <laughs> we got time. She's not done yet. Hey, hey, we'll can, get better, wait, wait, guys. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can she read? I can. It was a blank no, no, map. No, 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 no. There's a point to this. I'm yes, not being, she can I'm read. Not being a jerk. She can read. That makes her better off than 65% of the of her fellow students at her age right now. <laughs> also, so, there was no, I, there and, was no And that's not even that. a number I just pulled out of my butt. <laughs> His wife is a teacher. <laughs> Whoopsies. Good thing I'm not in band. Well, well, she is a band teacher too. <laughs> kids are weird. I'm so sorry, Jake. Oh, band that's kids. coming from a theater kid hey, and a hey, choir kid. Yes, hey. it is. K- Kayla, I married a tuba player. <laughs> I am being so good. I'm not going to make a breath control joke at all, sir. <laughs> like at all. <laughs> so hey, good. I'm being. Hey, hey you know, it, it, there, there's so many jokes that you can talk to go through with that one from everything from size of instrument to mouthpiece. So no, it, no, I'm, no. I am being so good right now. And That's all I'm valve. saying. <laughs> and spit valve. Have I told you that? No, I probably no, not. No, I'm inquired, Dad. I hear the band kids all the time. <laughs> I'm Dad. Yeah, and Mr. Turner's like, oh, those musty band kids hitting them spit valves. <laughs> yes, it's generally considered impolite to empty your spit valve on your neighbor's shoe. I don't know, best date I ever had a girl into Dad! Oh, what? my God! That's why I'm leaving you in the tower. <laughs> well, speaking well, I... of the tower, did you catch Kayla? And I'm pretty sure you didn't. Was there Burger King in this movie, too? No. Okay. No. Did you catch the reference? There were two. Burger King references? To Pearl Harbor. No. If it's not a Burger King reference, then no. <sighs> Jake, did you catch both references well, to Pearl Harbor? To Pearl Harbor? I don't know. I think what, what I did pick up on the first Wait, time. Before the first time that I hadn't picked up before was when they were giving you... Um, uh, Mr. Takagi's history that he had actually even gone through internment. Oh, crap. All right. Three. And well, and that's not a Pearl Harbor. This that is was a just a World II War II effort. Yeah. Okay. So there were two references to Pearl Harbor in this movie. Uh, the first was when uh, they were talking or when uh, McLean and Holly were talking to Mr. Takagi when he was introducing himself and all that kind of stuff. And he and McLean's like, hey, I'm surprised you guys celebrate Christmas. Right. Referencing the December 7th attack. And he goes, no, 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 we're flexible. Pearl Harbor didn't work out, so we got you with tape decks. Oh, God. Oh. I never even thought about that. So, you know, you know I, <laughs> I was like, I just, I, I've watched this movie maybe 20 <laughs> times, and I never caught it until today, and I went, oh, my God, sick I, burn. I, I was basically all wrapped up in the idea of what a douchebag Ellis was. Oh, well, and that's what everybody oh, pays my, attention to. I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad he's dead. Well, that, that was that was the '80s version of what today we called a business bro. Back yeah. then, it was the business douchebag. Yeah, that back then it was. I'm yuppie. glad he's dead. And I hope he stays dead. But the second Polite. reference to Pearl Harbor was actually when they were uh, undoing the vault and they got one of the passwords, and the password was Red Castle. Red Castle. You in... know, I never, I never even paid attention to what the passwords were. Well, I didn't until we had an HD copy, like because in the old TV version, I couldn't, you couldn't read it anyway. But the, in this one, it said Red Castle, which, if you know anything about World War II, Kayla, 
And this is this is serious deep dive nerd stuff here. The word Akagi <laughs> was means Red Castle, and Akagi. that the the one of the carriers that attacked Pearl Harbor in World War II was the Akagi, the Red Castle. Oh, well, I mean, if you if you more science, yeah. I mean, if you want it to be like stretch a little bit, you could go to the fact that you know uh, Takagi was killed by a German guy. <laughs> also, uh, uh, Takagi was the uh, name of, I believe, the air, um, not the air boss, but the the squadron leader of the Pearl Harbor attack force was, that I don't was Takagi. Know. I think and, that's um, true. Now, um, if you, if you like want that. to talk about name references, though, the one that I picked up on that I have no clue was at, w- would actually be a reference or not, but you have the guy who is the ultimate 80s douche, and I'm sorry I keep using that term today, um, and, his name was, <laughs> and his name was Ellis, as in, like, Brett Easton Ellis, mm. like the writer of American Psycho, which is the ultimate story about 80s douchebags. Oh, yes. Did you catch the fact that they brought Ellis a Coke? When he probably asked yeah. the 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 terrorists, "You guys got some coke?" That wasn't what he was talking about. Uh huh. That appeared. Oh. Can can we just discuss how he was doing some nice smarty stuff on the um, <laughs> smarty Holly, stuff. Holly's desk? <laughs> I love you so much. This smarty is Holly's stuff. husband. Holly's police officer husband. <laughs> yeah. Which carries a gun on him just to let He's you doing know. a bump of coke off Holly's desk. Probably with her paper. And yes. nobody this is like it's so the 80s. Like nobody says anything after he Like yeah, that's so John's like you missed some when he was trying to clean up his nose, right? <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah. Uh, smarty dust, is that what you called it? Yes. <laughs> okay, you You're won't adorable. be surprised how many times people at my school, crush up Smarties in their stupid little Smarty package, and then inhale it like they're like, and then they breathe it out like they're smoking. I'm like, it's future chemists of America. I'm like, you're literally, it's literally candy. <laughs> Just eat it. It's like that would burn, wouldn't it? I mean, it'd do Dad, nothing it... but burn. <laughs> no, they just <laughs> Smarty dust. <laughs> I don't know what smarty dust means. It means like they, they breathe it out. Okay. Oh, it's candy. I see. Well, I get that it's candy. It's just snorting it. Seems Are you hearing like it this, Jake? Does he, have y'all never smoked Smarties before? No, I haven't no. smoked Smarties. You crush the little Smarties up, and then you inhale the Smarties, and then you blow it out. And it's fun. You can make little designs with them. This <laughs> sounds disgusting. Though I will not go on a list on this podcast of the things I have done. Oh, I've done some stuff, but never snorting and blowing out Smarties. That doesn't even sound fun, Kayla. It's what? fun. What is wrong with your generation? Actually, I know what's wrong. Many things. You, you know that, but you can't identify California on a map? No. <laughs> I know how to make Smarties. Okay. Wow, Law. <laughs> People do it in history. Now, I don't think we have any mail. Now, I will check. I want to see... I will check, but I don't think we have any. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. I don't think anybody loves you anymore. Hold on. Hey. <laughs> I it's really all the fan mail and for me. No validation for you today. Yeah, y'all. y'all don't love law. No. Oh, it's so terrible. Y'all don't love law no more. If you do, please write <laughs> to BurgerKing.com. 
Eight, no, if you write to BurgerKing.com, you'll never see it, Kayla. Dang it, don't write to BurgerKing.com. 80s, 80s, 80s cheese movie review at gmail.com. That's should, 80s y'all should really cheese do that. movie review. Yeah, you should really do that. Awesome at gmail.com. And um, I can honestly remember watching this movie. Now, I watched it. I didn't watch this in the theater because I really... I, I wasn't I really going to the theater by myself at that Dad, time. Dad, you don't like theaters. They're scary to you. Oh, no. I used to go to the movies all the time. Dad. I haven't since the pandemic. No. I have not seen a movie in the theater since the pandemic started. Why? There's no reason to go. Been, there's only been a few that I've looked at you and said, you should have seen that one in the theater. There's Because yeah. I, I get where you're coming from, but there have been a couple that... I, I should have seen Top Gun... Top. Maverick in a theater. Who? I should have. I have a question yes, for but the fact that that thing was even nominated for an Academy Award just basically tells you how the system was broken. Don't get me wrong. You. Entertainment movie. Entertaining movie. No way that should be up for Best Picture. Jake! Okay, go ahead. Question. I have a question for y'all. Who are y'all's two favorite characters? Okay, you have to pick a bad guy and you have to pick a good guy. Oh, I have to pick a bad guy and a good guy? Yeah. Oh, wow. And it can't be John. <gasps> and it can't be John. It doesn't, no. That doesn't leave you with a whole long list of good guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, well, uh, my favorite bad guy is is evil Tony Stark because quality. That's Professor Snape, by the way. No. Did you know that? Oh, that's yeah. That's no. Professor Snape. That that's evil Tony Stark. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm being, I am being 100% serious. That's, that's Professor Snape. Yeah. That's a little scary. Almost two decades later, he will be Professor Snape. Who is the good guy now? Uh, the good guy? Well, it has to be... It's not John. It's no. It's not John. It's Holly. Do you think she's hot? Oh, I think Holly would turn you around, spank you, and give you a progress report afterwards. I think it'd be great. <laughs> okay, Jake, you're <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to pick two people that you can put on both sides of the whole thing because they were just there to mess up the whole thing, and that's the two FBI agents. Oh, my God. Each one of them can be considered a good guy or a bad guy, so those are the two I'm picking. All I'm saying is is <laughs> I love two things. First of all, when the African-American one looked at the uh, deputy chief and said, we'll try to let you know when we commandeer your people. <laughs> my favorites are probably... Hey, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 I'm not oh, quite oh, done yet. Done? Okay. But the other one, when they're in the helicopter and you're screaming, just like Saigon, and the other guy's like, dude, I was 12. <laughs> I was in junior high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I I do I am incorrect, Kayla. Um, there was a uh, uh, I guess video from our friend SP Stargate Pioneer, and let me see if I can play this. Hold and on. Hold and on. I'm gonna tell y'all my favorite. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah. Your favorite characters, yeah. not John. No. One good, one bad. Go. Okay. So my favorite character of the bad ones, I have two. It's Jeffrey Dahmer and Anorexic Thor. You did love them. You were rooting for the pair of them. <laughs> Don't kill Anorexic Thor. Yeah. And, oh, and George Washington. I forgot about him. Oopsies. Yeah, no, yeah, George Washington, the the blonde guy with the Curly permed hair. fro. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm, George mm-hmm. Washington. That's George Washington. And then okay. I knew there was another one. And my good guys probably Argyle. Love him. Argyle and was the bear. Awesome. <laughs> And the bear. I love to. They were guest stars. Argyle okay. was cool. Argyle was cool. All right. Let's see if I can play this. Hold on. See Jake and see if we can play it. Come on, Jake 
and Sean. How you guys doing? I'm listening to your Gremlins episode, and I heard you're doing Die Hard next. I'm excited. I might actually watch that again. Anyway, I got a question for you. The movie's pretty iconic. It was done in the 80s. If it was redone today, it would have to be completely redone because of cell phones and everything, right? But if you could do it, who would you choose as a gender swap main character replacement? Would it And would it work? I'm thinking Emily Blunt, somebody like that. Heck, Sean, you're pretty into Josh Bush, so maybe something like that. But, hey, A, who would you pick? And B, would it work? Hope to hear your answers on the cast. Catch you later. Bye. Oh, uh, okay. I have an I have an answer for this. Okay. Oh no, Jake. Thank okay. you, SP. By the way, for for your uh, see video, someone does sir. love law. Okay. Somebody does see, love Dad, law. I'm not totally abandoned. I, <laughs> I have I have an answer for this, and I think Sean will appreciate my answer. Okay. Which is, first of all, do I think it can be done? Yes. Do I think they would do it right? No, because they would probably like to do with a lot of the ones that were horror comedies. They would probably try to make them overly dark and serious. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. I kind of want to add on to that, Jake. But, what, wait, hold on. But if they kept it the same tone for a gender-swapped main character, the actress involved is, it, it's just, it's easy. It's Anna Kendrick. I don't think anyone b- would believe a five foot nothing, one hundred and five pound. I feel like it could little work. elf girl. I feel like it could work, but I don't think the. Oh fans no no! Would like I'm saying I'm saying that if you keep it the same quirky, you know, sort I bl- of I, I honestly think she could do the dialogue, but I don't think she could do anything. Like you wouldn't believe Anna Kendrick pushing through the pain. Because, and, and it's true, that because I, I see where you're going with this, because Bruce Willis, back when this movie started, Kayla, was famous not for his action movies, but for his comedy. He was in a oh, show no, no. called I Moonlighting. Think, I, I think we're talking about, we're talking about Gremlins, though. Well, I thought he was talking about Die Hard. Yeah, no, Gremlins. Let's just do both. I thought he said, oh, oh, if you're talking about a gender swap of Die Hard, okay, wait a minute, that's going to... That's uh, different. Um, oh, actually, I think I can handle that one, too, because she's already been through the training. Um, and why am I drawing a blank on her name? John Wick 2 with the dogs? Or John Wick 3 with the dogs? Halle Berry. Halle Berry could do it. Halle Berry could do it. I feel like they, she could do it, but also I don't think the fans will like it since they've seen the original with John and Holly. And oh, no, I, I doubt you could do it. She could be saving her husband. The, like the, what? Yeah, the problem now would be that... They've they've kind of done a lot of gender swap for no reason movies. Go <laughs> Ghostbusters. Uh, they've they've done that. Uh, Ocean's Jake. Eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ocean's Eight. Ghostbusters. Well, and actually, that, but see, that's why I'm going with somebody like Halle Berry playing a character similar to the one that she played in uh, John Wick Three, because that would actually be viable. Um, it, 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 what would even be more viable is, is unfortunately, is because it, it's going to make it even more woke than what than just gender swapping. It would be if the person she was trying to save was still a woman. Oh yeah, no, that's totally what they do oh. uh, now. And what is our movie for next week? Wait, 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 wait. Um, we, ha- we have no. to pick those. We have to pick the. Uh, hold on. Uh, but um, I would go with Haywire era Gina Carano. Oh, she could do it. Her. Oh, 
Oh no, yeah. I I but she's not Haywire era Gina Carano anymore. Um, True, but if if you know, you know what, if you toned her, send her to the gym for it, six months, she could do this movie. No, it, it's not the fact that I don't think that she could do it. I'm just saying that she would be towering. No one would buy that the fight with uh, anorexic Thor would even take her a minute. <laughs> she'd snap Thor. his she'd snap his neck. <laughs> she'd kill Jeffrey Dahmer. She'd totally you, decapitate him. Just throw him. She'd just rip his head off. off and throw it you, down the stairs. You, you'd have to have somebody like The Rock play anorexic Thor. For it to even be viable, I mean that's that's a <laughs> add some hair to the rock and then chuck him down. Yeah, stairs. I mean like she could do like if you want because what I'm tired of is is like finding these hundred like Halle Berry right? Halle Berry was dangerous in in the John Wick movies not because she was physically strong, but because she was nasty with a firearm and she had other characters to do the strength work for her. Those dogs were terrifying. So, like in K-9 Kill. Well, in, in point of fact, they told Keanu Reeves while they were on that movie set, they're like, look, don't look the dog in the eye. Like, we can't They will get, kill you. He, he doesn't know you're acting, okay? This is the first day. We can't get to you fast enough before it rips your face off. Don't look at the dog in the eye. Pet the fluffy thing and don't look don't at it. Don't touch him. Don't look at him. Don't do anything. He will eat you. And you know, like, like th- this is a concern when a hundred and ten pound dog decides cat, like, he's going to take your face off, and he's six feet from you. There's not a other. If you don't know how to actually fight a dog, you're going to have a problem. Um, Even if you do, it's going to mess you you're up. You're going to end up looking like John. Right. Um, so, um, she had a very effective fighting force for. Her. That's why she was dangerous because Halle Berry is not a big woman. She's not a strong woman. She is not like any decent-sized dude. I could probably beat her up, right? Any decent-sized dude, she's very small but and she, slight. But yeah, Gina Carano could fold me into a pretzel and toss me down a hallway. Or down with Jeffrey and, Dahmer. And make and you smile while she was doing it. Right. I mean, like, like I'd enjoy it for the first little <laughs> bit until my spine cracked. But she could just, like, she. I mean, she fought the Mandalorian to a standstill, and you believed it. Right, so it, there's there's a lot to that. Um, I think she could do like an action movie like this. Um, I think she dead down the stairs, then anorexic Thor decapitated. And oh yeah, no, she could bit in half. Yeah, she could just rip and your a crowbar, arm. just like three pieces. Yeah, she could rip your arm off and beat you to death with. Well, you see the like, dog? He's just like yeah. Yeah, she's a monster. Uh, <laughs> it would it would be fine. Like you would believe that. Like Sandra Bullock, no. No. Anna Kendrick, she would be the one on the floor. Yeah, Anna Kendrick see, I, would be crying. See, I, I, I thought we were talking about Gremlins as a remake with a, with a female cast. We want to replace the badass mom? <laughs> no, she was awesome. Why? Man. She was... I would marry would that. Like, fine china. Totally capable of compartmentalizing denial. She was fighting people with fine china. And fighting people with a TV tray and a butcher knife. That is your... that If that does not say ride or die chick, <laughs> I don't know what does. All right, and you could put her in Die Hard. Yeah, you, or she would be good in Die Hard. Like, <laughs> like, like, she pull out her kitchen knives. Oh, oh, here's here's another one that could. On them. Here's another one that could pull it off. Michelle Rodriguez. Oh no, she could totally do it. Even though she's a little bitty tiny, she's she's just mean. Well, well and I was gonna say you could, but she's she's that little bitty tiny that you. Okay, let's put it this way. When Scarlett Johansson as the uh, as the Black Widow does that whole thing where she jumps up in the air, grabs a hold of you, tries to sling you to the ground, uh, I don't buy that because I've had somebody in in a dojo try it on me before, and I just stood there and held them in the air. 
<laughs> Jake's like, pizza? <laughs> uh, but but when Michelle Rodriguez tries it on you, it's kind of like, no, because she's going to like try to grab a hold of an ear and bring you along with it. And yeah, like, like that, stick so. her fingers up your nose and bring your face with her. Uh, yeah, or, you know. she, she's going to do it, but she's going to do it dirty. And yeah. just to the point where even if it fails, you still got hurt. Yeah, no, it's it's like she's just mean spirited, and I like that about her. Uh, there's like we that's like fine. That. Yeah, well, I do. She would leave you in the tower and be with me in Burger King. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, especially if it was done these days, because guys are pretty disposable in movies. So. Imagine me and Die Hard. I'm like, I don't care about idea of you. Okay, I'm going home. Also, I love at the beginning of the movie where um the boss of the whole thing. John was like, you got a pretty nice building here. He's like, it will be. There's a waterfall in the lobby. Yeah, it's a Frank It's Lloyd, already nice. It's a Frank Lloyd Wright type of situation. It's they were, it's above a, 34th. Do you know what that building actually was? I'm going to guess a trade center? Uh, no. Uh, close, though. It's It was the 20th century, 20th century Fox headquarters. Also... So the the, working in the producer or the production office. company that made the movie used their building as the set for this because they couldn't find anywhere else to shoot it. Also, I love how the deputy was like property damaged. People are holding hostage, and you care about the property damage. He's no just one cares. sad because no one cares. He's mad because the situation got out of control on his watch. <laughs> well, we're gonna no, need it, some more FBI guys. No, the, well, the other part he was sad about, and you can ask your mom about this, is how much paperwork he, he saw coming oh, through. Oh, mom, I was like, too much paperwork. Yeah, no, like no, like two okay. FBI guys and two military helicopters ex- got or, or, exploded, or, or the third floor just gone. Yeah, or and the in the military or and the LAPD tank and all the people in it and the uh, first four guys of the the bombs or the uh, attack squad. Um, he made some hel- really and the helicopter guys poor decisions. By the way, and he was doing paperwork for like months after that. Yeah, dropping an entire grid in LA. Like, you cannot force somebody to do that. Well, right? that was the FBI. Well, it doesn't matter. The FBI... Like, oh, no, no, I'm saying he's not going to take the blame for yeah, that. Yeah, oh, no, he's, he's not going to take the blame. The for, like, he got a super great excuse for the whole thing, Law, because he can blame the entirety of the mishap on the dead FBI guys. That's what he will do. Like, all his paperwork will say, see dead FBI guys. They, like, they authorized no, everything. No, we were at Burger King. I hate all of you. It's your fault. Like, yeah, signed Deputy Robertson. Like, signed, I ate your burger too. Yeah, Deputy Chief Robertson. Yeah, no, that's totally what will be happening because they he, nobody's going to want to sign off. And that on red this stuff thing. found out wasn't ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> so it uh, it's going to be one of those for sure. Yeah, it's it, like nobody's going to want to to do. It was gripper blood. Now they're in the in the next. F- I think it's four or five movies. There's a bunch of diehards. There's a bunch of diehards. Is he on um, a yacht in one of them? No, he's he. Is he on the ocean? He, he doesn't show up again after the second. John doesn't. What? The no, what? no, no, John. I thought we were talking about Al. No, Al. John's in all of them. Uh, John's in all of them. What happened to Al? Al's in the second one. What and happened he's, to Al in the third one? Al's a good dude. Did Al and, die? No, Al does not die. Good, because I will. He's a good Al. dude, and he's friends with John the entire time. Okay, no, no. What happens to Al then? Um, he's he's. Al, things work out for Al. It's fine. Oh wait, does does his do they does he have a baby in the second one? Oh, uh, he already has kids in, in the second one. But yeah, he's he, Al turns out fine. Uh, everybody else around John, including his marriage, not so much. 
But everyone no. else around John. Well, his marriage okay. turns out crappy, or oh yeah, no, uh, you don't want to be married. Well, if if you want the list, we have Die Hard, Die Hard Two, Die Harder, Die Hard with <laughs> a Vengeance, Live Free or Die Hard, and then the final <laughs> is A Good Day to Die Hard. That is some cringy stuff. Yeah, now That's you the most know. Cringy smoking Smarties. You know it's it's going to be bad. A little sideways when Kevin Smith. Appears in it. It's and a good dude, die hard. Oh, it's it's so good. Who came up with that? It's so okay, good. Look, I want to give him a high five. And John John McClain is one of the most beloved and bankable uh, action heroes. Bankable? Yeah, like they. they can pay anytime him. you you release a Die Hard movie, it makes so much money that uh, it, they can just basically print money from it. <laughs> like, really? Hey, you want five hundred dollars here? No. Uh, no, it's they do pretty good. In fact, Bruce Willis gets pretty much whatever he wants because his his uh, whenever the studio pushes him on something, he'll just get on the phone with whatever studio head is pushing it at the time, and he and he'll get on and he'll ask one question and one question only: Who's your second choice to play John McClane? And they stop. Because there is no one else other than Bruce Willis. Well, they, they even tried like introducing his son at one point, hoping to like keep them going after you know you get rid of Bruce Willis. But nope, nope, doesn't work. It's Bruce Willis, and that's what it is. There's a formula for it, and that's what works. Because you can't have anorexic Thor being John. Nope, you can't I, have you can't have can't any have of George that stuff. George Cooper. Okay, <laughs> and we can't have evil freaking Tony Stark. All right, we can't have that. Well, oh, okay, wait a minute. In Die, in, uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance, evil Tony Stark's brother comes back. That is true. Evil That's Stark? what the Vengeance is. His name is going to hit... Okay, so we have evil Tony Stark, and then we have evil Stark. Eviler Tony Stark. Eviler Stark. Eviler Stark, yes. Okay, uh, so who are the minions in... <laughs> Can you Google them? I want to give them names. No, we give can't. Give them nope. No, 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 no. Okay, so don't you love law? No, I you love law. I love law. Whole big bunch. You are my favorite person in the whole Google, world. And we're googling. What, what and are we googling. trying to Google? She wants to Google all the minions from the other movies so that she can name them. And no, they're not in the eighties. <laughs> no, no, he's right. Why By the time you get to Die Hard Two, it's already in the nineteen nineties. It's already well, in the nineteen nineties. Well, then you have no problem googling. Out. Of play. However, what is not out of play <laughs> is my final countdown song. Okay, oh, can go now. I'm just glad you sung that so quiet that no one will ever hear. <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, you're it wouldn't to be go this now. podcast without it. Oh, it's like the it's like the theme song. All right. So, la. What? Yeah. Uh, now, it is time, though, to pick another movie. Well, <laughs> or to pick how many, correct how many correct me if I'm get? wrong, or if you want to do this differently, obviously I'm just throwing it. Each of us gets to pick a movie off the list. I would suggest that that is entirely fair. Okay, so but, but, I do think, but I do think La should get to go first. How All many right. Googles do I get? How many Googles do you get? You None. Get, you go you, from the title. You go from the title, La. No, but I'm be allowed to get Google. No, no, there's new oh, rules. Okay. Uh, right. No, no, actually, I, I will say, here's what I think. What Law should be able to get is nothing more than the movie poster. Okay, the yeah. movie poster. All right, so, La, take a look at some of these movies. And I can't read them from here. All right, so, Legend of Billie Jean, Sheena, The Wraith, 
Cloak and Dagger, <laughs> Blind Fury, Action Jackson, Bloodsport, Over the Top, The Last Dragon, Swamp Thing, Dreamscape, Iron Eagle, Delta Force, American Ninja, Code of Silence, Remo Williams, Cobra, Above the Law, Deadpool. The second one. Sheena? Sheena. All right, here. I, I want to see what Sheena is. All right, hold on. I, you, you might actually like it. Hold on. What the? What? It's giving Lady Hawk. No. No, no, no. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. All right. That was no. one. You only get one more. It's giving. It's. I don't like it. And it's giving you Lady Hawk and I don't want to do that again. It's Tanya Roberts. All right. So what else you got? One Crazy Summer, Crocodile Dundee. Oh, One Crazy Summer! Okay, hold on. All right, this is your second and last movie poster. Everything else, if you don't want one of these two movies, you are going to be picking from the list. <laughs> no. What the oh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have one phrase for you when it comes to One Crazy Summer that might make it worth your while here, uh, Kayla. Cute and Fuzzy Bunnies. Yes, we're doing it. I thought the same thing with Howard the Duck. I thought it was going to be a six-foot duck. This one does have cute and fuzzy bunnies in it. Are they Are they mean? Yes. What? <laughs> yes. The cute and fuzzy bunnies are definitely quite mean. Are definitely quite well, mean. Well, Gizmo. All right. Do you want one Crazy Summer Law? It's actually a good movie. Sure. All right. We'll do one Crazy one. Summer. We will put it up here. Okay, then what do y'all want now? Jake, you go. Uh, actually, you go, because I have to check a date on something. To, to, uh, <laughs> I have to check a date. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it, it's it's not on our list, but I'm not sure if it fits in the date wise. So I think it does. But you go first. You know, there's a lot of great stuff on here, um, but I want something uh, cheesy. And I why had... these has bro slid down an elevator shaft. That's not cheesy to you. This was actually not very cheesy at all. Okay, okay, I have mine. I'm going to interrupt you. Okay. Okay. The 1985 classic, and it goes along with One Crazy Summer, though it's we're going to add in Better Off Dead while we're at it. Oh, wow. John Cusack for the win. <laughs> no, Dad, it's for the sleigh. <laughs> you get your slang right, Dad. It's for the sleigh. This, that movie, uh, Kayla, um, is in... Has has two things with it. One, my love of French girls, and two. That's where that came from. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh no. Better off dead. Oh yeah. And two, one of, in my personal opinion, the top five garlic breads black vehicles ever to appear in a movie. Aww. Black black sports cars ever to appear in a movie. Um, Jake, would you agree? Oh hell yes. Yeah, it is. It is probably one of the coolest and sexiest on many levels montages ever to grace film in the 80s is a French girl working on a black Camaro, what turns out to be a black Camaro. I am going to tell you that there is a reason people of my age fell in love with a 1960s Camaro, and this movie is one of them. So... 
Is there a Burger King hidden in there? I am betting not. Um, well, then. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Okay. Uh, uh, you'll understand this, uh, having seen the movie before, uh, Sean. Uh, it's not Burger King, but everybody wants some. Really? <laughs> people want Burger King? No, that kind no. of people. It's actually, it's it's a bit of a pun and a bit of a joke. Sean knows the scene I'm talking about. You'll know it, too. Yes, I, want the I do. Um... All right. Well, if we're going now, I don't think we have another. Um, well, those are the two big John Cusack. Movies I, I don't think, think we have another so. big John Cusack movie on on, on this list. However, um, there are a couple that catch my eye, Kayla. Burger King one and two. Now, I was originally going to go with Red Sonia, <laughs> but since that would be kind of out of. Well, I mean, I was thinking in the same direction if she was going to pick Sheena this time. I yeah, I was gonna... I was like, well, if she's Sheena. doing Sheena, then like Sheena. I'll do and, Red Sonia. I was either going to do Masters of the Universe or Conan the Destroyer. Masters of the that. Universe? Is that He-Man? That's exactly He-Man. I want to do that one. No, no, Trust no, no, me, the, you don't. Then, um, then <laughs> <laughs> we've already, you've already made your selection. You've already we're, made your you, selection. I didn't know that one was on there. Oh, yeah. It's it's a sweetheart of a movie. Wait a minute. Can we get Back to the Future 2? No, we already did Back to the Future 2. We already did Back to the Future 2. We haven't done Back to the Future 3, and we can't because it was in the 90s movie. We did Back to the Future 2. We did. Remember? He had the hoverboard, and then went back into... Yeah, yeah, see? Yeah, Yeah, and we had Evil Biff and an old, big-boobed mom with Leah Thompson. We had explained to you the the future technology of the fax machine. Right. You know, that, that that was all in there. Wow. Man, there's a lot of good stuff here. Um... However, I am going to go for one of my favorite cheesy 80s movies, Kayla. And one with a particular favorite of mine because it stars one of the girls I had a crush on whose agent who happened to be her mom told us to go screw ourselves when we tried to interview her for GWC. But that being said, I'm noticing a trend here that all of your choices have to do with the girl you fell in love with as a teenager. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's like no, like, yeah, of course. Like, I liked you when I was 13. Yeah, oh, for 100%. Although I liked this girl in like fourth grade. Um, like, like yeah no this is like it's like oh my god she's pretty she makes me feel funny in my pants yeah no that was totally <laughs> that's totally how this was and that is oh my god the Dad. the 80s oh, cheese oh. classic <laughs> short circuit oh that fits yes ali sheedy ali sheedy so we've got for our <laughs> next three movies one crazy summer better off dead followed by short circuit why? I'm not related to you. <laughs> Unfortunately, you are, my dear. I'm leaving you in the building. <laughs> hey, it could have been worse. I could have done. I could have done a lot of stuff that was just absolutely painful. Kayla, like now, I'm, I'm telling you. Now, now, do we want to? Uh, well, yes. If you'd chosen Sheena, you'd have hated our guts within the next two weeks. But oh yeah, no, uh, no. Okay, so what's our fourth one gonna be? Oh, are we are we continuing to go for four? Uh, well, I, I would think so because we got to pick a classic, and none of those qualify it, as a classic. Actually, if you if you remember, I put them all together just so that we could just choose. So I yes. figured we'd do them three at a time. You, oh, you okay, all right, all right. Unless of course you want to do different. It's not like I'm demanding over here. Well, how about we do one of us? pick 
Like each of us pick, and then we do like still we do like a classic one. Um, how about He Man? Uh, you want to do He Man? You know what? It's not a classic, but is that one you want to do, Law? <laughs> I promise you, you don't. But okay, let's. Let, where is, is that on the list? The oh yeah, it actually, is. no, no. Actually, uh, can I offer a suggestion here? It's one that we've actually had several people ask us to do, and I think it fits in with this quirky request. Uh, okay, sure. Okay, sure. Um, Flight of the Navigator. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you actually, know, that does kind of slot in. Yes, it does. And, to and, and, this and not only that, <laughs> we, we have had a couple of people actually request that we do Flight of the Navigator. Right. Every time we get people who give us a list of movies, it's always on. It's always in there. Okay, so okay, we will we will He-Man. finish it off by Flight of the Navigator. You can pick He Man next time. So we got One Crazy Summer, Better Off Dead, Short Circuit, and Flight of the Navigator. Law. There are some really, really crazy good goofy things. 80s cheese in that. In fact, all four of those are 80s well, I, cheese. I, I think these kind of are these kind of define 80s cheese. Oh, oh my gosh! Which one do y'all think I'll hate? Which one do I think you'll hate? Yeah. Uh, better off dead would be my guess. That would be my guess because honestly, it's a story not told. To girls, it is a story that will or does or was written to appeal to teenage boys. I, I personal opinion because I think the stuff that they put in there speaks to teenage boys more than it does girls. Jake, am I, I, I am would, I off I would on agree, that? I would agree with you. There's also another thought that we could throw into this if we're just throwing out thoughts. Considering the ages of the characters, we may want to flip-flop Better Off Dead and One Crazy Summer because he's in high school and Better Off Dead and then about to go off to college in One Crazy Summer. Fair enough. Okay, so Better Off Dead first, then One Crazy Summer. Alright, I will arrange that here, uh, so we got this, and I think you're right though, chronologically, or at least not John even chronologically. The the the, 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 the Wait, even character? though it's not the it's not the same. Well, let's put it this way: it's played by the same guy it's, playing himself, so it might as well be. But, yeah, it's no. like John Cusack. In my personal opinion, his greatest acting gig, in my again my personal opinion, where he wasn't playing himself, was Girls Point Blank. Actually, I was thinking the exact same thing. Other than that, what John Cusack does is play John Cusack. Is play good John Cusack. Now, now in Gross now, Point Blank, that is very different, although that wasn't done in the 80s. It's too bad, Law, because that is a masterpiece of a movie. Ten years! Ten! Ten well, years! There are certain actors that have gotten away with doing that. Like, for example, Jack John, Nicholson John plays Wayne. Jack Nicholson. John yeah. Wayne plays John Wayne. Al Pacino plays Al Pacino. <laughs> Yeah, John Cusack plays John Cusack, except in Gross Point Blank. Uh, he plays... He, he plays himself, basically. And it works. It's a great character, and they put him in many movies. Well, some people some people do that well. I mean, like, if you, the, the other example I'll give for that one is Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood has decided that he is a grumpy, old, nasty old man, so he's <laughs> going to write stories about grumpy, grumpy nasty, old, old man. nasty, old men. And it kind of works. And it works for him. Um, you know, it, it, people who want to write a movie a movie with Jack Nicholson in it know that what you're going to get out of Jack Nicholson. Jackie Chan, same thing. Same thing. It, whereas, whereas if you want to write a movie about anything and put, oh God, why did I just forget his name? Um, 
the Lincoln and Gangs of New York and uh, uh, last the Mohicans, that guy. Daniel Day-Lewis? Yes, you oh, can put well, Daniel Day-Lewis in anything, and he'll be whatever it is that you've asked him to be. I will also argue that uh, um, Matt Damon could could very well can yes. chameleon into almost anything. Yeah, but you, so you have certain actors that you that you write to type, and then you have certain actors that you can put in and to to chameleon. Surprisingly enough, Leonardo DiCaprio follows Whoa! the, the, the chameleon I uh, category. I couldn't watch a Leo movie, and uh, well, let's put it this I way: could. I reluctantly watched Titanic and thought he did a good job on it, but it wasn't until um, uh, Departed that I actually saw him as a good actor. Jake, I'm so sorry, but Leonardo DiCaprio, when he was young, ah. <laughs> most women with I didn't. Most people with ovaries would agree with you, Kayla. <laughs> I didn't say that he wasn't cute. I didn't say that it was. I said it wasn't until The Departed that I saw him as a good actor. I don't care if he's a good actor or not. He's cute. <laughs> he's cute. Speaking well, cute. of The Departed, there's another person who basically plays himself, Mark Wahlberg. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that's the same guy in every movie, right? Like Mark Wahlberg is and, and, Mark and the worst Wahlberg. Part about it is, is that was the best character he ever played. You know what? The 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 best movie Mark Wahlberg was ever in, where he actually departed from Mark Wahlberg, was The Italian Job. True. He actually did a great job in that. However, it was the only movie where he like slightly moved off a of center. Everything else is just, it's Boston and more I mean, Boston and then piled well, on Boston. I, see, the worst part about it is, is that he did an excellent job in The Fighter, but once again, the character that they needed somebody to play was... Was effectively Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, Amy Adams did a fantastic job um, in The so Fighter. So did... Jeez. Uh, because uh, that is about as far removed from her as you could possibly so, get. Hey, so did Christian Bale. Yeah, you know what? Christian Bale doesn't actually get a lot of credit for doing some of the things that he get. Like Batman, where is she? <laughs> Even Kayla, I, I, I would, Even I would, Kayla picked up Christian Bale. Where I is say, she? I would say that the only. Batman movie, and, and I know I'm going to get some hate for this one. I might even get some decent hate mail from the, for this one. <laughs> Batman movies are always fun. They're usually fun for the villain. The only Batman movie in which the excellent performance came from the guy playing Batman was the recent The Batman. Where is she? No, that's, he's not talking about that one. I'm Batman. Jake really liked the la the the <laughs> Twilight Batman, and I can see why you like Twilight. Well, Batman. No, no, it's but uh, the other thing is I'm saying it's the only performance that you got from the guy playing Batman that was the actual star of the movie. Imagine playing Batman. You know, where is she? In in the in the Dark Knight, you don't question who the better actor was. Look, just know <laughs> Heath Ledger in as Joker was the only one that I actually found scary. Like it's a little you're, scary. You're you're like, oh crap. This is like he you believed he was crazy. You believed he was crazy. Um it, it was it was very well done. However, I will suggest to you that the greatest thing to come out of recent Batmans and, and DC stuff is Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. I won't argue with you th with that. She is 
and forever remains the the bright shining star in the DC universe and, to and, me. And, and they recast her. Yeah. Why yeah, do we never talk about the movie? I, I couldn't believe it, but yes. Like, I don't know who the hell you're going to get. Now, I wouldn't have believed that Kaylee Cuoco could do a good Harley Quinn either, but she is phenomenal as Harley Quinn in, in, uh, uh, in the HBO series. Just well, phenomenal. The, the other one that I actually really, really liked, I just thought he was it was the wrong movie for the character that they created. I really liked um, Tom Hardy as Bane. The only problem was he wasn't a Batman villain. He was a Bond villain. <laughs> but it's the fine. Ba- the ba- you weren't born in the dark. You know, I, I can't. I can't get there from you know, here, but, man. But no. But see, the 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 character that they created, the whole scene, the whole storyline and scenario that they created, does not fit for Batman. It does fit for James Bond. Take no, out. I'll give, you that. I'll, I'll take, give you that. Take out Odd Job and put in Bane, and it works. I'm not going to argue with that. I think that's probably correct, although it's not a direction I would have taken it. But yes, I, I'm but, not going to disagree. You, but you see what I'm saying? The, sto- I, the no, storyline right. that, the, the right. that they did was not a Batman storyline. It was something like a James Bond storyline instead. Which is funny because... Uh, if it had happened in London instead of Gotham and it was James Bond, you'd have bought it. What's funny is when was the last time you cared about a Bond movie? Uh, Skyfall. Yeah, I'd say that's probably right. And then and, and, and it was and, a few and, between and, that and Goldeneye where I cared about anything too. So uh, well, no, Skyfall uh, was Skyfall was excellent as Skyfall, was Skyfall Casino, was good as was Casino Royale. Casino See, I Royale. I didn't appreciate Casino Royale as much as I guess a lot of people did. did. Had had you read the Bond novels? Yes. Okay, so you have to admit that that was the first time since the early Sean Connery stuff that you had somebody who had the demeanor and attitude of James Bond. No, it was uh, no. I'm not going to argue that it's not closer to the actual character. I'm just going to say I, I, I don't know. I just it struck me wrong, and I know that's wrong, and I know everybody else loved Casino Royale and Sky and Skyfall was excellent. Don't get me wrong. Well, but but also I'll also admit for Skyfall that we go back to the same trope as before. It wasn't uh, Daniel Craig as James Bond that made Skyfall excellent. It was Javier Bardem as uh, Scylla or whatever yeah, he his name was, was. He was Silva. phenomenal. Yeah, he made the he made because in Bond movies it's always the villains who make the movie right, and the damsels right or not damsels but the bad girls right. The bad girls make a Bond movie, but like if you look at it, like Bond was killed by Bourne, and Bourne was killed by Wick. Yeah, no, I, I won't argue with you there because who like. Like, if all three came out in the same theater today, if they released a Bond movie, a Bourne movie, and a Wick movie, which one do you go see? I think it would be a close countdown between... Which one would I go see? Today? Yeah, today. Right now, today, you got money enough for one movie, Bond, Bourne, and Wick. Which one do you go see? I I would choose... Actually, I would choose Wick. I want to say that I would go... (laughs) That it would be a close second, that Bourne would be a close second, but... I I can't see, even though he and um, Keanu Reeves are of a similar age, I can't see Matt Damon doing Born again at his at the way he is. I I don't think so either. Uh, however, I think you see Wick all day. I I think that's where it is. Well, La, do you know? Do you have you ever seen a Jason Bourne movie? Who's that? Guess not. not have you ever seen know. a James Bond movie? Who's that? <laughs> Have you ever seen John Wick? Who's that? 
See, the other part about it is, is Jason Bourne and John Wick have a completely different feel to them. Oh, very much so. <gasps> Google the album covers and then I'll vote which one's best, and that's all I'm going to vote. <laughs> Google oh three. God. Google three. Google all right, hold all on, three. Hold on, James Bond. I'm going to vote which one is the ultimate best, and then that is the best one. By the way, by the way, if you throw in John John Wick two, uh, uh, then then quite, not John Wick two, uh, Born two, the Born Supremacy, then then yeah, there's no there's no question. You go John Wick because the Born Supremacy had literally the worst filmed fight scene ever. Okay, there's there's James Bond. No. Okay, here's Jason Bourne. Uh, let me get. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. All right. All right. John Wick. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Um, no, the other one wins. Jason Bourne? Jason Bourne. You wins. like Jason Bourne? Yeah. Is that just because he's cuter? Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I don't care about the quality of the movies. I care about the album cover. <laughs> <laughs> the movie poster. She <laughs> likes Jason, she likes Matt Damon. Is that but, but, but even then, what she's saying? Jason Bourne and John Wick are two completely different characters. John Wick walks into a room and it's kind of like, I really don't want to kill any of you, but if you make me, you will will all die. Whereas, like Jason, whereas Jason Bourne has walked into a room and already and calculated who needs to die for him to accomplish what he needs to do. Yeah. Which is all. And James Bond just tries to sleep with everyone in the room and then winds up having to kill people because he's upset somebody. That's that's basically whoopsies. Yeah, that's basically kinda how those things work. That's were. a big whoopsies is what that is. <laughs> but uh does anybody else have anything for anything else for Die Hard? And thank you, Stargate Pioneer, for sending I... us our one and only video today. Uh, that is super appreciated. We do, we do need a, do we do need a, yeah. we need a law rating. Oh, that's right, law. Oh, yeah! One to ten, one being best, ten being bad. Get us our stinky cheese rating, law. It gives a seven. A seven? You didn't like this one at all? No, 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 I, I never said that. I just said he gets a seven because brain cells, brain cells. Okay, <laughs> because shoot through the glass. Grab your wife, go to Burger King, and eat her double okay. stack. Uh, n- next week, next week we have to explain the term from the '80s that our parents always had for us, which was, "It's just a movie." No, it's not just a movie, Dad. <laughs> you wrote uh, Die in, Hard in, at in a 80s, seven. In the '80s, Maybe movies were five. so cheesy and unbelievable that there was a phrase of it's just a movie it Maybe. hasn't been until going through the 90s into the 2000s till now that we expect realism maybe 7.5 only because i feel bad <laughs> that'd be a 6.5 if you're trying to go better that'd be a 6.5 remember lower is good oh so low I we're gonna get to a six all right we're gonna go to a six yeah all right so six so you think Die Hard is a six on the cheese scale. Ten being horrible, stinky cheese. One being super awesome Maybe cheese. Maybe a five. All right. Because, 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 man, shoot through the glass. Just shoot through the glass. I don't care about anyone else. Anorexic Thor gets a five. No! Right. I love Anorexic <laughs> Thor! Fine. Anorexic <laughs> Thor, Jeffrey Dahmer, and all the minions get a two. Hey, a two. hey. 
Hey, uh, Sean, look up a recent picture of that actor for her. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Only the minions get a two. The whole movie gets a five. The whole movie gets a five. All right. All right. So, Can you um, put George Washington, Jeffrey Dahmer, and Erexic Thor in the caption when you post it? No. I love them. I'll, I'll, uh, it's, uh, oh, and Evil Stark. Evil Tony Stark. Evil Tony Stark. Who is that? You're just, you're just Who is that? mean-spirited. <laughs> Hold on here. Let's let's see if we can look at some of it's Hans Gruber, Dwayne Tree Robinson, uh, Thornburg, Ellis, Argyle. We're looking for Carl. Okay, Alexander Grudendorf. <laughs> He's goofy. Um, it doesn't really have a new version. <gasps> Or a Google new him picture. Now. All right, I I will Google him now. And then Alexander Google Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Godn. Godn. Vinani, whatever. And then and then Google and then Google Jeffrey Dahmer's real name. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, do 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 do. Uh, do Is he dead? Nope. Uh. What happened to you? <laughs> Google Jeffrey Dahmer and George Washington. No, I'm not doing that now. You can, uh, you can, you can <laughs> oh, do yes, those. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I'm not. Yes. Well, is he doing apparently, ballet? Yeah, he was apparently a ballet dancer. So he went from ballet and Mozart to... Die Hard, yes. To, I'm going to rip your face off because I want to. Yes, he was a dancer. And, um, <laughs> which, so, which one was this? This um, is anorexic Thor. Yeah, anorexic <laughs> Thor was apparently a ballet dancer back in the day. Look, he's ripped. What is that? No, he he's still anorexic Thor. Look at that. One, two, three, four, five. So he's got an entire six pack. Look at look at those we, arms. Look at those arms. The six pack we have is a six pack of Twinkies. No, I got half a keg right here. That's that's what I got. Um, Dad's probably mini half, keg. That's what. Yeah, it's called half a pack of Twinkies. Half a pack of Twinkies. Six pack of. Twinkies. Uh, I have I have like two stomach muscles, but that's it. They're they're. That's, that's all I got. Hey, I have a spare truck tire. What do you want? <laughs> Jake, did you call yourself a spare truck tire? <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm a little jelly bean. It's fine. <laughs> You're a little jelly bean. Kaylee, your stomach is freaking flat. It's annoying. <laughs> she, she's also 13. So. <laughs> exactly. All right, so anybody else got anything from Die Hard? I do. Kayla gives a five after no, much No, I can't wait. What? So I give all my minions a two. No, you can't give the minions two. I in the give movie the minions five. a two and the movie a five. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you guys for joining us this week. Wait! At what? You're allowed to speak now. Well, thank you. Join us next time <laughs> for Better Off Dead. Dead, where is she? <laughs> That's Batman. I know. <laughs> thank you, guys. Bye-bye. On behalf of your cheesy 80s movie crew, Jake, Kayla, and myself, thank you for listening and thank you for downloading. You can find more of this cast on cheesy80smovies.podbean.com. And as always, don't slap pandas. <laughs>